Hello, and welcome to the third episode of ABC Reflections. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing Toward a Theory of Culturally Relevant Pedagogy uh, by Gloria Ladson-Billings. This was published in 1995, um, and it was published in the American Educational Research Journal. Even though this article is, oh, about 25 years old now, it still is, believe it or not, very relevant to um, teaching and to understanding how we view our role in the classroom as educators. Um, And it really takes a step back. What I think Gloria tries to do in this article is take a step step back from the traditional kind of psychological approach, um, pedagogy theories that we have and practices that we have, and look at a more holistic, culturally relevant approach. So she goes through and just kind of a, a, a quick summation is she views and observes nine different teachers over the course of several years um, and develops these kind of characteristics of culturally relevant teachers um, based on all of this observation and research of these teachers. So she divides this proposal into three key parts. Uh, The first part, she talks about um, how culturally relevant teachers perceive themselves and those around them. So we're we're kind of talking about our perceptions um, as both of ourselves as educators and of our students, our parents, our communities. So she says that culturally relevant teachers really believe that all students are capable of academic success. Um, and then their role in teaching was to pull their knowledge out of their students. So I think that is super important. And the, and the, the key takeaway there is that all students are capable of academic success. Uh, they also viewed their teaching style as unpredictable and ever-evolving, and they saw their themselves as members of a wider community, and they saw teaching as a way to give back to this community. So you can see how these views, these perceptions of themselves as educators and their viewpoints of their students and what their students have and can they can provide to their students was really that key aspect um, to Ladson Billings in the very first section of this um, new culturally relevant um, pedagogy. So then she goes into discussing how culturally uh, relevant teachers maintain this kind of fluid student-teacher relationship, right? They display this connectedness with all of their students. And that does touch on the caring aspect that we discussed in the last episode, um, that teachers should have caring relationships with their students. But this is really going even a step further and talking about connectedness. Um, In addition, these teachers are developing a community of learners, right, and encouraging their learners to work in a collaborative setting. They're not isolating their students and, you know, treating them all a little bit differently depending on the person or, you know, they're, they're really pulling through this connectedness with all of their students and encouraging them to even take responsibility in each other's education. You know, when we talk about a collaborative environment in a classroom, especially in a younger classroom, we're giving all of those students ownership of not only their own learning, but ownership of facilitating learning for others at a really young age, which is very important. 
And then the last section of this, this three-part kind of um, piece that Ladson Billings proposes is that culturally relevant teachers have really a few key um, conceptions, or you could call them beliefs, about knowledge as a whole. So uh, she states that knowledge is not static. It is shared, recycled, and constructed, right? So this is a key belief of these culturally relevant teachers is that they understand that knowledge is not something that is static. It is not something that is just there or it is not. Um, they also, she also states that they see knowledge that, that it must be viewed critically, right? Um, and teachers must be passionate about knowledge and learning. And I think that that makes a ton of sense, right? Because we need to be able to not only be passionate about it, but then convey that passion to our students and help translate that so that we're creating lifelong learners. And then teachers, lastly, really need to scaffold um, or build those bridges to facilitate learning that comes with, um, you know, collaborative environments, working in, you know, students to student environments. We need to build those bridges with our parents. We need to build those bridges with our students. Um, and then she also touches too, you know, importantly that uh, these culturally relevant teachers believe that assessments really need to be multifaceted and they need to incorporate multiple forms of excellence. Um, so those were the proposals that Labs and Billings put forth. I think that it's really important that, you know, we think about, even though this paper was published 25 years ago, this notion, um, it was radical for its time, but but it's still really important today. It's still really powerful today. Um, we have leaned into this, this idea of culturally relevant teaching a little bit, but I think that her words still hold a lot of weight. Um, we have a duty to our students to recognize all of their cultural identities and to teach them with all of those identities in mind. I think above all, we need to respect our students' diverse backgrounds. We need to understand their linguistic and their cultural heritage. Um, and we need to believe that every child is capable of academic success. You know, I see this especially being the case with our English language learners, because where we may see our, some of our students, our culturally diverse students, as having that first cultural battle to, to hurdle and to understand um, and meld into with school and figure out where their cultural identity fits into their um, their academic identity or vice versa. Our English language learners have two, right? They have their cultural identity and then they have their linguistic identity. And so not only are we telling those students um, try to figure out and understand how those identities meld with and mesh with your academic identity. But let me also layer on top of that a communication barrier and a linguistic challenge and an understanding challenge. So we really need to build these relationships with these learners, understand their backgrounds, um, and help build that community that really supports them. I think above all, it goes back to that first thing that Leds and Billings talks about, right, is knowing and understanding understanding and truly believing that all of our students are capable of academic success, regardless um, that they all have that ability. And then it is our job as educators to pull that knowledge out of them. And it is, it is there, um, they're all capable, and we are just there facilitating that, um, that new love and passion and yearning for knowledge in our students. So, uh, I loved this article. It was a great read. Um, I highly recommend it for new teachers um, and, and even seasoned teachers. You know, I think that 
that some of these points were really well made. And even if none of this is terribly new information, it is a good refresh to put your brain in and understand um, and get a a good viewpoint into what some of your students may be feeling. Um, So that is episode three. Thanks for listening.